let's just make this whole episode a Joe Rogan ripoff. Okay, easy. Okay, so uh, we, uh, oh, yeah, so, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> big people up in there. Big people, yeah. I don't really have strong opinions about politics. No, yeah, not at all, man. Hey, you just gotta smoke weed and you're gonna go to this other dimension, and that's basically it. Yeah. Sorry, I'll, I'll introduce us first. So, uh, welcome to the show uh, with me, Dan, and my guest, Ashton Jones. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, world. <laughs> and silence. And silence. Is that what you One usually get? One person clapping. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Talking about there's, like... there's always there's always a laughter track and an applause track in my head. So <laughs> I don't really need other people. Is it is it like a standing ovation? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, it's like it's like um, it's like that gif of like the old cinema, and and they're all like in the fifties, and everyone stands up and applauses and cheers and stuff like that. <laughs> this is good. Yeah, I think people have already liked you. You know, <laughs> once you start off arrogant, then people are like, oh yeah, I want to follow this guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, guys, I was just joking. So my first question is, what makes you amazing? Well, it's a good question there, Dan. What does make me amazing? I suppose there's a lot of reasons that I'm amazing. Um, it'd be hard to count them all. but uh... Sweet. Well, um, I will officially start and uh, make more direction um, as I've been okay. given some feedback to, to try and make the conversation more directed. Um, yeah, fair enough. Uh, from you and from others. Um, but yeah, yes. so I will start by sort of asking you what what have been take what's been taking up most of your time over the last few weeks? What have you been spending most of your time doing? So what what's your normal sort of days and weeks look like? During this uh, crazy coronavirus time we're living in. That's the one. Yeah. Um, last last couple of weeks, um, just been working. Working equals health uh, from home. Um, I mean, there's not much you can do really, but. I suppose one of the rules which is good is that you can go out and exercise. So I kind of start the day doing a little weightlifting session in the uh, in my study, work during the day and then go out for a run in the evening. And then it's just like repeat, 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 potentially for the next two years. <laughs> so do you, do you work out twice a day every day? Um, I'd say at the moment I, I lift weights. I do my, um, I do like the weight stuff probably five times a week and I'm running six times a week. So it's like I'll kind of mix and match when I take a day off lifting weights when I take a day off running. But it's yeah, probably like 11, 11 sessions a week, if you could call call them sessions. Um, but to be fair, I mean, because because I'm working from home every day, it's been you have you have a lot of time to do that. Like when 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 uh, when say I'm working in the kitchen or, or, you know, you're out and about, you don't you don't get that much time. But I've just been making the most of it, really. Otherwise, literally, you're going, you're going insane. I don't know how you've been dealing with it, but uh, yeah, if I, if I didn't do it, I think I'd go mad. Yeah. So, so most of your time is is. So, do you work Monday to Friday still from home? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Monday to Friday, I try and do like regular, like normal, normal hours. I would be doing so. I'd like try and log in and log off. Um, log in at nine. Log off. Log off at six. Um. So yeah, that's that's kind of what what I've been doing really. But just been trying to make the most of a uh, daily exercise, getting outside. Just kind of it's a good way to clear the head and get outside. It's been so sunny as well. Like mm. it's been beautiful. I mean, I mean, in a way, thank God this has happened during like a springtime heatwave. Because imagine if it was winter. Mm, yeah, definitely. It'd be it'd be it'd be way worse. So yeah, just just trying to make the most of it really and. Um, get after it sweet so so a lot of your time when you're not working you're you're doing exercise of some sort yeah yeah i am yeah i'm i'm a keen keen runner um and uh and yeah like i said lifting weights um because otherwise you're just not you're not moving about you're not moving about enough and 
and I I don't like I don't like feeling like I've been sedentary for, for the whole day. It's just it just sucks. So basically. so for people that don't know you, um, if you were listening to yourself five years ago saying what you just said what <laughs> how would the old you react because this this was not you five years ago yeah i know it's it's mad i, I think five years ago i was um i was still i thought i was still traveling i was yeah. traveling the world and seeing you know different places um and i was finding myself <laughs> but uh yeah i think i think five years ago definitely i mean i i can I, I didn't care about, I mean, I didn't care about going to the gym. I definitely didn't care about running. Um, I was traveling. It was after uni. Like I just wanted to, I just wanted to party every day, basically. That, I mean, that's why, that's why I went traveling after, after uni. So it'd give you an extra year of just partying and going mad really. Um, yeah. But it was kind of by the, by the end of traveling, I'd say like when I did like six weeks traveling the East coast of Australia and then the visa ran out. We went to Southeast Asia, um, and then I think that was two months of traveling Southeast Asia, and and that so that that all together is like three and a half months of drinking every day. Like yeah, it was um, it it, it was the complete opposite. And by the end of Southeast Asia, that's kind of when I had my first initial moment where I I, I don't know why I, I don't know why it happened, but I just. I just remember sitting there, it's like I can't do this anymore. Like I finally had reached the end of of being able to like live that party lifestyle and drink every day and stuff like that. And, and at that point, I was like, I was looking forward to going home. I think it was weeks before I actually went home. Um, I was looking forward to going home for the first time. And I was like, right, as soon as I get home, I'm gonna I'm gonna start like hitting the gym because I I tried so many times before to hit the gym and, and I do it for like one or two three months and it's just it's just easy to fall off it because you just the motivation goes away and you want to do other stuff and like i was doing you want to party and drink or whatever um so what so what was like if you could sum up like it doesn't have to be exactly five years ago just before because the way i'd sort of say how you are now is you you love running you're very keen on healthy eating and generally being active um and your whole attitude, I think, has changed quite a lot over the years. So, what what was your sort of general attitude, like mentally? What what was your thoughts around being healthy and not like not drinking as much, or just the sort of yeah? And um, what what was your mindset back then? Um, the well, like the I think the initial moment why I decided like enough is enough is because I just felt I just felt terrible, like in terms of like lethargy like flat no energy you just feel like you just feel unhealthy um and uh and 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 it kind of got to the stage where i was i was sick of that so i was like so i saw initially the gym is like okay i need to start getting healthy i need to it's it's like a it's it's a really long process um kind of you you got to add like little things here and there to to i mean i, I wouldn't say i'm like 100 percent healthy person right now but yeah in comparison to five years ago or say when I started the gym you just you just kind of like learn things on the way but um I just didn't feel I just felt horrible like I mean you you probably know because because obviously you have like quite a good diet but you, you can feel it if you're if you're eating trash like if, or if you do eat trash or if you have a big meal or if you drink or whatever you just feel it like you feel you just feel rubbish mm. so um so, so when yeah. you first started, when so would you say the first point where you started to shift your uh, views on uh, how you wanted to sort of uh, your your attitudes towards towards health and your own health? Uh, that mm. was that started when you were traveling then. Yeah, I think I think that started. Yeah, like I said, at, at the end of traveling, um, before then. Like, like I said before, then I would I would kind of I would get into it and then and then fall by the wayside because what happens is is you get motivated and you're like right I'm going to start hitting the gym and you might smash it for like one or two weeks but motivation doesn't last it's like it's like um it's like a moment motivation is, is just like a moment you see something and you're like all right I want to do that but then two three three weeks into it when I don't know you're watching TV or you're chilling out or something like that you don't want to go to the gym so 
I I kept on doing that like through, probably from the start of university till the end of track maybe not traveling but um till that period so when I had that moment when I was traveling where I was like enough is enough I, I kind of set myself I had to like strategize how how to how to get to where I wanted to be which was like fit healthy whatever um so I I set myself like an initial goal it was like when I get back I'm going to hit the gym um I think I said like four times a week for a year like that that was my goal that was because I was I was tired of like starting to get into like the healthy I, I see I see it happen like every see it happen all the time like it, it's not easy to to keep on going you you have that moment where you're like right I'm gonna do it now and then um like I said you can fall by the wayside so I set myself a year goal I was like I'll do it for a year and then hopefully potentially by the end of that year it's part of my routine and then um and go on from there really so what one thing I want to establish so um obviously in hindsight it's difficult to look back and say uh, exactly what you were thinking at the time but that first time when you when you thought right I need to do something about this what what do you think at the time you identified as the main things you wanted to change like what because there's there's many areas of getting healthy um mm. what what for you was the main problem you said you were drinking a lot did you at that point go oh okay I want to stop drinking or was it just like what what was the the key focus you had was it mainly around just going to the gym or you know what probably probably I mean drinking definitely not like that I mean I still wanted to drink yeah <laughs> um yeah. I, I think probably probably the initial the initial thing would have been like quite narcissistic say like oh you know I want to want to get in good shape want to have like a good like physique or whatever mm -hmm. that that was probably that was probably the the starting point whereas like I don't know like yeah I want to be in good shape I want to I want to be able to take off my shirt and look good I, I mean I've I've still got a couple of photos from when I was traveling um say like if I was shirtless uh, on my phone because it just reminds me of like just didn't look good and and I and I didn't like that mm. um you know you I mean you know me like I can be quite uh I can perceive be perceived as like quite cocky and <laughs> narcissistic yeah but you play on it um, as well but I, I play on that yeah I, I I don't like that's that's kind of a whole part of it but that was probably the main thing is that like oh you know I want to look in I want to look in good shape first so um yeah I think that's I mean that's the reason why anyone like or any guy really said that's that's probably the main reason why any guy says I want to start going to the gym um it wasn't it wasn't really like an all-encompassing thing like oh I don't even know if I can necessarily say like I want to be like really fit and healthy and blah blah because because it was it was um it was like a, pro a long process, but do you reckon yeah, was, I think that was it. Do you reckon it was more of I want to get abs, man. I want to get that <laughs> six pack. So like in summary, I'm just sort of picturing this in my head. Obviously, it's a massively dramatized version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're waking up. It was Thailand. a dark, yeah. rainy day. <laughs> and you looked the down. The raindrops were lashing against the window. As <laughs> we should do an audio book. As thunder crackled <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> so... You look down at yourself in the morning, thunder's cracking in the sky, and yeah. you're like, you just see a belly that's too big for what you want, and your body mm. is just not happy. So that was the main thing. It wasn't. Yeah. So just. And, and you know what? I'd probably seen like a couple of, like I said, the, the photos that I have on my phone. I've probably seen a couple of photos um, uh, of, of myself that I, I wasn't happy with. Um, but yeah, that was like that was a part of it, matched with the fact that I just felt like I just felt terrible. Like if, mm. if you're drinking every day for three and a half months, it it takes its toll on you. Like right, so that's... so it's a combination of like um, just to sum up sort of um, what you're saying is like it was a combination of the way you looked um, and also the way you felt, and you you felt at that yeah. point the way to sort of two birds with one stone is go to the gym because then I'll feel better yeah. and I'll I'll look better. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So, um, so you you came back and uh, what was your sort of progress with that then? So I, I came back. I don't know if I got into it straight away, but I, I definitely um, tried to obviously start eating healthy straight away because I'd been I've been living off like burgers and beers for the last however long. So um, did that, and then I think probably after about a month, I started going to the gym. I, I, at the time, I remembered the specific date, but I think there was like a first gym session date. It was like, say, July the 20th. Hmm. And and I was like, from now, and it was it was probably like a Monday, and I was like, 
from now, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to the gym four times a week until July the 21st, uh, what was it, 2017 or whatever. Right. So I, I, set, I set myself the goal of the year then because I, I knew that if I didn't set myself that long-term goal, then there's every chance that I'll do what I've done, what I've done like five times before, whereas so- I get into it for two months and then... Um, because the thing is with the gym is is that before you start you have like all these um you have like this vision in your head that like right i'm gonna hit smash and i thought this at the time as, as well i was like i'm gonna smash the gym and and within three months i'm gonna be looking to get good shape and then after a year you'll be like you'll be looking massive it doesn't work like that it mm. just it just doesn't work like that. so um i thought at least if, if i if i set the yearly goal um then probably after a few months it will be hard to to not do it because then it's kind of like three months has been wasted and mm. um, that was that was like my tactic to start with so do you think it was important what do you think was the difference in your mindset so it was uh trying to have a goal a solid goal to work towards do you think that is what helped you to to motivate you more having a more solid goal as opposed to sort of like a vague image yeah, I, I think um, my advice to any my advice to anyone who 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 like feels like how I felt or or, or thinks like I want to start running or want to start going to the gym, um, you you have to strategize and you have to strategize long term. You can't you, you like right, I'm going to go to the gym next month. Like, luckily I I noticed I noticed that so so that's why I've set myself that that yearly thing of. Um, of like right go for it for a year and then hopefully it'll become a part of the routine um and i think that was that was probably the most important thing that i realized is that if i strategize and set myself that year goal then it should stick you know what i mean yeah um so yeah that's what i did so what made you sort of before we carry on sort of with your life story um what why do you think it took you i'm not saying it took you a long time everyone's got to find their own point when they make any change in their life you know for some people a change they'll they'll do it in their teenage years some people it will be in their 50s but Mm. what what do you think almost you needed to get to a point where you started to change it and and it was actually a, a genuine curve in the road not just like a temporary swerve like what yeah why hadn't you why didn't you think you you'd realized or come to this sort of yeah this this feeling before yeah that that that's that's a good question dan i like that <laughs> um and uh without like romanticizing it and and it's kind of hard to say because people might wait for it but um i you i kind of just had like a like an epiphany moment it was like a moment mm. it, it it was like it was it wasn't something that I'd been like building up to. It was, it was that moment when I was traveling where I was like, enough is enough. Like I I can't do this anymore. And then, and then you start to think and you start to plan. Um, But I mean, before, I mean like the uh, the week before that moment, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about that. Mm, Um, And and I don't, I can't, it's annoying because I can't really remember what sparked it off, but I just remember feeling like horrible, just feeling, yeah, like I said, unhealthy and, and I just kind of had that moment of realization, and it, and it was quite clear. Um, and and to be honest, the same thing happened when I started running, or at least when I when I first started attempt uh, attempting to run. It was it was a similar thing, but it's yeah, it's not great advice because then people will be like, "Oh, sweet, it's going to happen to me." Um, I need that moment of of like um, epiphany or whatever. But um, do you think? Do you think just to sort of um to relay what I think I'm hearing is was it almost like a feeling whether it was externally or not but a feeling uh of a new low like yeah like sort of looking at yourself and going god I just this it's gotten so bad for yourself and obviously everyone's got their own ideas of what bad is um but for you it gotten so bad that you're like right that you know um I guess it's that sort of cliche of like you have to sort of hit rock bottom in a way for yourself to then start to change things 
Yeah, you know what? Yeah, it, it, that is bang on. To be honest, I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say I, I hit like rock bottom. No, um, no. I, you know because because there's much there's much lower that you can go. But yeah, um, I definitely it was definitely a low. I I'd sunk to a low, and and that obviously wasn't helped with like my lifestyle at that time. Um, but yeah, you kind of got to the point where it's like, all right, it's 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 now or never. Like I need to do something about about this to fix it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I think it, yeah, it, it definitely stemmed from a low. Um, you, you've got to get to the point where you're like, enough is enough, basically. Mm, mm. Um, and, and I've, I, I think I, just, I just think a lot of people, I know people who like want to get into fitness or want to get healthy or what or, or stuff like that, but something big enough, and it wasn't a big moment, but something big enough doesn't happen for them to actually pursue it like to change their life and mm. um, like I said they'll, they might go to a couple of months and then and then just be like oh, I can't be asked for this I'm I'm gonna watch tv tonight or whatever um but yeah I would I wouldn't say it was a massive low but it, I mean in terms of how my life was going it probably yeah it was a low um at that point definitely and I guess maybe the binge like sort of on this point oh, of mate. what makes people change like you there, i guess there's two sort of broad ways that people decide to change one of them is is the more sort of oh they educate themselves about something and they want to move towards that you know and the mm. other way is is what you're describing like it gets so bad for yourself um that you just have had enough and um yeah and i guess that binge helped with that it was almost like i remember one of my aunties um she she used to smoke and mm. uh when i was a kid uh i asked her if i could um have a smoke and she said yeah but you have to smoke the whole cigarette you're a badass kid dude <laughs> yeah i put my sunglasses on i look good uh, no and then and i didn't want Flip to the lapels of your leather jacket <laughs> and i didn't Come want on, to man. Give us a <laughs> um, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to finish the whole cigarette. Like it was disgusting. Um, yeah. And then she said, "Next time you ask me, you'll have to finish the whole pack of cigarettes." And oh, right. I That's guess. Mad. The, I mean, I'm not advocating. That. <laughs> and then she <laughs> spoke the whole pack in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> this is how a real woman does it. But I guess the point was the sort of moral of that is like, if if someone is exposed to extreme levels of something that isn't good for them even if it's you know because there's there's extremes isn't there you know there's you can have a a, a beer at the pub um mm. you know uh once or twice a week like one or two beers and that is very different from going on a you know a thailand binge and yeah. and and not really treating your body so i guess that binge as as detrimental as it was to your health that really helped to then swift like change your mind and swear. Oh, 100 like I mean, obviously, you you haven't you haven't drunk or like been on the binge drinking scene for a while, but I mean, I mean now, like at 27 years old, if I do one night, I'm I'm out I'm out of action for two days. Mm. So obviously, like you can do it when you're younger, but mate, th three and a half months that's that's like at the time you're not you're not conscious of what you're doing to your body. Like it's mm. it's terrible. Your body can't your body shouldn't be processing all those toxins every single day. So that probably in turn stem to like obviously um like feeling like having negative negative thoughts or just having like low moments that would have been um highlighted because of like the unhealthy like like i said eating i mean my your diet's like burgers and chips for like lunch breakfast lunch and dinner really so why, and then beers to go along why do you think that is like not just personal level but like as a society you know um what why do you think that we don't really care that much about our health, especially when we're younger? Oh, I don't know. I, I always think about this, and it's and it's interesting because because obviously I look back to myself, but now when I look I, without judging people, I look at I look at people say I know or like people on Facebook or Instagram. I see their lifestyles, and and it and it does like yeah. It, that's the question. It's like why do why do people do this? Like it's like now. I was thinking about this the other day as well, actually. So, like, what kind of the main thing to do is in the UK is you go out, you go out for like drinks on on a Friday or and Saturday. Yeah. Um, you work five days a week, mm. and then I mean, I was doing this. I was doing this for like three years. You work five days a week, and then you go out say Friday night, and then the next day it's like you got you got the flu. You just you've got two days off a week, mm. and you 
and for some reason we've got this urge to just give yourself an illness for at least like a, a day a day and a half mm. um and then it's time to go to work again on monday so now i'm out of that i like i don't understand what but i guess it's just habit of like the habit of society and stuff like that yeah do you um, think it's it's harder when you when you're in a culture which is heavily focused on things that um i guess a part of culture is heavily focused on things that are really not good for your health yeah and then to be yeah. part of that you know you want to you want to stay being with your friends you want to do what they do you want to still keep the connections you've got so then if you try to move away from an aspect of that then it can alienate you in a way do you think that's maybe part yeah of it? I, I mean it's it's a massive social thing isn't it mm. luckily we've got we've got a friend group i mean i mean a lot of them don't drink um really at all but there's a massive social aspect to it and if you start like if you start a new job or stuff like that you, the the best way to to get contact and make friends with the people you work with is to go out for a drink mm. so it's just like a like when when i was working in an office environment friday and saturday every every weekend was just getting on it mm. because otherwise yeah I, I it's like that that seems to be the only option to to connect with people is to go out for a beer otherwise what are you going to do i'm not going to say to my work I work not. Oh, do you want to go to the park for a nice picnic and salad? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? They're, they're, no one would talk to me. <laughs> unless, but, um, unless you worked at like a, a vegan like activist group. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe I, was, the I was working. <laughs> I had the wrong job. <laughs> yeah, God's yeah. sake. Yeah. But if you like, worked at a vegan activist group and you said, oh, let's go to the pub and have a steak. Then uh, then you'd be the the weird one yeah 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 you definitely can't have a steak no no can't get it right <laughs> at the last job i tried to picnic and a salad they said no <laughs> now i'm saying beer and a steak in this new job i'm saying no so um all right so let's go back to your story um so uh you, <laughs> so you set yourself this goal four four yeah. days a week you were gonna go to the gym for a year um yeah and how did you get on so so yeah how did that go for you oh it's really funny um i i made i made it basically so i, I did i did the year um mm. I, I i will put in um a side note that every every two months i had like a, a rest week every two or three maybe maybe 10 weeks i had a rest week so it's basically a week you, you you're out of the gym um so that other than that i went four times a week every week mm -hmm. um and I did have those, so obviously technically you could say, well, you didn't do it, but I, I also, <laughs> so basically a lie. Um, but, but I also, I also thought that if I wanted to keep my like motivation up, I, I would need to kind of bring myself out for a week. Cause then, cause if, when you, when you don't go to the gym for a week, when you're in a routine, you're like really motivated to go back. Um, so other than that, I, I did four times a week um, for a whole year, but I mean, it was, it's funny because obviously, um, I, I luckily I had um, a regular gym partner to go with. Who I basically the rule was is that if I try and get out of going to the gym, you you can annoy me as much as you want. You can basically be a dickhead to me mm. until I turn until I until I change my mind and say yes. And that was Sam. Mm. Um, and and I think without without having someone he wasn't obviously pushing me every day but without having me some without having someone to hold me accountable mm. um maybe it would have been different i think i was like i think that's why a lot of people struggle because especially now that we're older and, and everyone's doing their own thing like it, it is hard at the start to go with go by yourself every mm. time because like you when you when you start going to the gym you feel like that nerd that like looking at you and um saying i'll oh, look at that little weekly and he has no idea what to do i mean people still say that to me yeah it's been five years. yeah 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 exactly <laughs> um but it, it's hard to go by yourself uh, especially if you feel like you don't really know what you're doing so i had that but um but yeah i still i still talk to sam now it's like i remember there was probably i'd say from like month six to month nine i just remember being so moody mm. every time we're like i'd say 50 percent of the time when we we're in there i'll just be so grumpy like i really didn't want to be there um, and that holds true, uh, like what I thought was the case is that if I really want to make this a part of my life, I have to set the long-term goal because basically when you get past the first couple months where say you get like a little bit lean and you start feeling like you start looking a little bit better and feeling healthier, 
you then have a massively prolonged period where it feels like nothing's happening. Like, yeah, like plateau. No, yeah, you, you plateau. Like nothing you do is making any, dif- any difference. You feel like you look the same um, as you did from the start. And I think it's because there's things like six-minute abs and stuff like that. People think it's, it's going to be easy and quick, kind of. Like before I started, I thought, mate, after three months, I'm going to have six-pack. And then, mm. and then, if I do it for a year, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look like not Arnold Schwarzenegger, but like better. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so you have this, you have this prolonged period where it just like it feels like nothing you're doing is making a difference. And um, Sam's stronger than me, and I, just, I used to be so moody sometimes, like man, I don't want to do that, I can't do that, like stuff like that. But um, just push through it, really, mm. and uh, yeah, made it the year, and obviously it's stuck and, and now um yeah now I'm still going strong with it even even in a even in isolation times I've I, I bought when, when two days before finding out well I found out that the gym was going to close in two days so I, I, that night I went to Argos bought a bench like a workout bench mm. drove all, to, all the way to uh Sammy's to pick up he's got like um weights where you can you, they're like adjustable weights you can yeah. change how heavy they are yeah. pick those up so now now i'm sorted i'm sweet i'm still going i think sales have boomed in this time actually with like gym stuff and workout stuff oh massively i had to drive to like i had to drive to like boron woods argos <laughs> never been to boron wood in my life there you go it was quite an experience yeah i got some it was an adventure. There. yeah yeah didn't see him so so to sort of sum up uh your first year the, the key mm. things that helped you were probably two the, that you would maybe give us tips to people. So one of them is set clear goals set, yeah. um, and for a substantial amount of time. So a year yeah. is probably a good good one to start off with. Um, and and the second one would be um, ha- if you can, do it with someone because that will just give you yeah. that extra motivation, especially someone who will push you. If, if you've got someone who is less motivated than you then you're i guess more likely to go go along with their lack of motivation um yeah because i guess yeah. i uh, guess sam was in a position where he was already quite motivated to go to the gym and then that yeah. helped because then he was pushing you along yeah and and I, i'd say set clear goals and um they have to be so obviously i had the weekly goal of mm. four times a week um I didn't have a monthly goal but i had a weekly goal and a yearly goal so um yeah, if, if if when or when people ask me um, like advice, I say you just got to strategize it. You've got to think clearly um, of of how you're going to do it, um, and you've got to set yourself long term goals. Otherwise, I just think it's impossible. Mm. Like like the the fun the fun of of doing all this stuff that I do now is that um, you say if you're setting yourself a weekly goal at the end of every week, you're buzzing. You're like I did it, or yeah. even at the end of every day, like say yesterday i set myself a goal to do a certain length run mm. i did it and I, and I felt really good after so it's like a feedback loop like it it feeds back and it makes you it makes you feel good mm. but you have to be prepared for it, it to like it's gonna suck especially at the start mm. like it is just it's just gonna suck so yeah i think i always try and tell people like you just gotta think clearly about it and and um just be conscious of of like be realistic about it mm. be realistic about how it's going to end up like i said i thought i was going to be i was going to have abs within four months or whatever mm. um but that, that's just not realistic it, like if you really want to if you really want to like get to your goals you've just got to be consistent every day for yeah. for, for forever basically yeah. and that's it that's the other thing like I, i'd say even i'd say setting yourself the yearly goal is a good start but you've basically got to be pre- prepared to do this for the rest of your life Mm. otherwise it's like why are you doing it mm. yeah. like I, I don't i don't just want i didn't just want to be healthy for a year and then go back to you know drinking every day um but that's that's how you get to that stage i think I naturally though once you once you do it for a year it's very difficult to your mind it's very difficult for your mind to let you go back completely oh, it's you horrible are. mate <laughs> yeah <laughs> sometimes but... i don't want to go to the gym you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. sometimes now it's like uh, or, or like sometimes i don't want to go for a run but it's like ugh, there's no excuse there's no excuse to not do it it's it's like a it's it, i've been doing it for for years now yeah um, that's the uh that yeah that's the double-edged sword of it I like, guess... uh, you're you're after a long day uh, like you're a long day of work and i was like i don't want to go to the gym or go to the run or go or go for a run but um i can so i should 
Yeah, I guess one other thing I'd throw into the mix, which is sort of what you were saying anyway, is on the back of that consistency thing and the realistic thing, one thing I see in myself and in others is putting the bar so high that you don't even get anywhere higher than you are now. I mean, obviously, there may be some, there's got to be some people out there that set the bar so high and they actually do manage to keep to it. But yeah. the vast majority of people, you need to, I think I would throw into what you're saying about is, is really think about it before you set that plan. Think about because everyone's work patterns are different as well. So, yeah. um, your situation of four days a week, um, for a year might not be compatible with other people and they might be like right well you know i've got kids to look after or you know i've got this and that and you know um and so so i think really being realistic about what you're going to be able to keep up consistently Mm. um will then really help you because if the bar's too high then you're not going to achieve anything it's better to achieve achieve like three steps above where you are now um Mm. than aim for 10 and not get not get anything yeah, that that that's bang on, and and the surefire way that you're going to absolutely hate it is by going from zero to a hundred. Mm. Like, it's it, it might be it might be fun and exciting to get up at five because I've I've made I've tried that before as well. It might be fun and exciting like the first two times getting up at five a.m. and doing a run and stuff like that, mm. mate. After, especially if you haven't done that before or you haven't even been close to doing that, no, you'll literally despise it. Mm. Like that that's kind of um that so like kind of jumping forward a bit now to say the start of last year mm. when i started running I, I was very um aware of that obviously from what i'd learned from the gym very aware of that and so i was sensible when i set myself like i, I basically set myself monthly goals and the distance that i wanted to run per month would go up like for each month of the year so the first month was just 20k that was it so that was that was like an achievable goal that i thought it would it, it was better than what I was doing now, which is say zero kilometers a month. Um, and then if I could just get to twenty, it, otherwise what what say what what that person does or like an equivalent is like going from zero to a hundred kilometers in a week. It's just it's just not going to work. No. So let's and, let's and I've seen I've seen I've seen that so many times. This is the main problem with when people try and diet as well. I I used to see this so much. Um, like. People diet, so they go, so they're like, I'm, I'm gonna eat, I'm gonna eat healthy now. I'm gonna cut all this junk, blah, blah, blah. So they go from um, eating whatever they want to dieting, like, and, and like a really strict, like low calorie diet. After three or four days, you're just gonna be, firstly, you're gonna be starving. Mm. So that sucks. And 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 I think when you're starving, it sends like bad hormone. I don't know the science, but like, it, it don't send like. <laughs> and th- this is only from doing it myself, but. Um, it, it sends like bad chemicals, bad hormones around your body and you just feel rubbish. And, mm. and it's, that's why, that's why diets, I think it's like 95% of diets fail after a month. Or probably, that's probably literally made up. But. <laughs> I don't know the <laughs> science, but here's a statistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's a good point. So let's, let's backtrack a little bit. So um, you, what, when did you start to check? So you've done a year of, mm. uh, of the gym. Um, what was your next turning point? And I, I sort of point to the ones that I've got in mind because um, it, they're, they're separate things. Obviously, there's so many aspects of health, but your yeah. attitude to drink started to change. Yeah. So you were you were going to the gym, your attitude to drink started to change and you started to run. So if you can sort of in order of when that those two things start to happen and what your your um, your journey was with, with alcohol and, and with running. So I'd say, um, <clears throat> so the gym, it would have probably been, um, say two years ago into the gym, but my life, my lifestyle around that, say drinking, uh, every weekend, stuff like that. Uh, I think, I think at one point I was probably up to like, and it's not terrible. I, I, I would never claim that I was an alcoholic, but I know now that, um, looking back, it, it wasn't, um, the behavior wasn't great. Basically I, I I'd be drinking like probably four or five times a week and, and and say three of those days would be a couple pints in the pub but um it still makes a difference but i'd say with the drinking thing and and again it was it was just like a moment so um and i don't know what sparked it but i think it would have been about two years into two yeah two years into going to the gym 
and I think I was I was in my old flat um and I was probably having a beer on the weekend by myself like I probably I probably wasn't I don't think I was with anyone but I used to basically when when it was like after the gym which is so counterproductive but I'd finish work um I'd go to the gym after Friday uh after work on Friday so like that's great and then the first thing I'd do is, is go to Sainsbury's and buy like a crate of beer um because that was like the start of the weekend for me and I'd do that even if I w- wasn't seeing anyone which which I think is like the worrying behavior of it um so do you think but, that was that was a, a sign for you one of the signs was like um uh, in terms of you felt like you'd gone too far with the you're drinking for you um was uh, i'm doing this quite a lot by myself I, I used to joke about it like i found it funny like when when i talked to to um the boys about it i would, I, I would joke about it i'd be like yeah i'm gonna have some beers by myself and, and people would be like really well that's like that's weird mate um so it wasn't it wasn't that that sparked it what did spark it is that i was so i was sitting in a flat thinking um just like thinking about whatever and then I was I was thinking back. I, I don't know like why the thought started, but I was thinking back. I was like, I wonder when the last time or how long ago it was that I didn't drink for a month, and uh, that that was it. Like that was like, and I was thinking back. I was like, it'd probably be before uni, probably be before I was eighteen, obviously where I could buy beer, and then like going back and further and further. And what we used to do when we were younger, say. Um, yeah, when we were like 15, 16, 17. I was like, it's probably like when I was 15, where where I hadn't gone a month without drinking. Um, and like that realisation was kind of mad to me. And this was would have been during September. So obviously there's the sober October thing. Um, that is that is actually a thing. So I was like, you know what, maybe I'll maybe I'll try it because obviously I do drink quite a lot of beer on the weekend, stuff like that. So maybe I'll try sober October. Uh so that's literally where it stemmed off from where I realized that the last time I probably didn't go a whole month without drinking was at that point, what, 10 years ago, which is mad to think about. Um, but but Sorry, up until uh, that point, I didn't realize that, you know what I mean? It's like, so it's such a common thing in our society that I didn't, I didn't, I hadn't thought about that until I was 25 or whatever. So why, I mean, I know this is going a bit maybe too deep psychologically and it, again, it's going to be difficult to know exactly what you were thinking, but I can imagine some people realizing that, having that thought, they're thinking, "Oh, when was the last time I went a month without drinking?" Realizing, "Oh, it was when I was 15," and then saying, "Well, you know, I enjoy alcohol, so I'm just going to carry on." So, what? Why weren't you doing that? Why did you actually? You you had that realization of I mm. I haven't had a month without alcohol since I was 15. Yeah. Um. Why do you think you then? What was the motivation to then go? I'm going to give up for a month. Um. Yeah, I don't know that. Yeah, I, I, I actually, I actually don't know. I, I think, mm. I think a lot of it was just curiosity. Okay. Like, okay, I, I haven't done that for a whole month. That, like, realizing that that say had potentially been ten years. Mm. Thinking like that's weird. Like, obviously, I knew that drinking isn't isn't good for you. You know, you get I'm getting a hangover pretty much every weekend. So you know, I love a beer. Like, I do love mm. a beer. Not mm. gonna lie, um, but. I think it was mainly curiosity and, and, and it was like kind of a, it was like a challenge. It was like, Oh, maybe, maybe I'll try and do that then. Cause I know October's coming up. So October, what, like people are doing it anyway. Excuse me. Um, and it was like, maybe I'll, maybe I'll just try and do it and see, and just see it's kind of like an experiment, like see how I feel after a month. And so that was, that was, that, that was definitely a turning point in, um, in like changing my behavior with alcohol hundred percent massively but it kind of stemmed from like it wasn't like a big moment where i was like i need to stop drinking because yeah. i'm getting smashed and i'm embarrassing myself i do that anyway one. yeah yeah um but i i still do that when i get when I, if i go out I st- i'm still embarrassed but like the next day but uh it wasn't it wasn't anything like that it was just mm. like hmm i might try this mm. so it wasn't it in that way it contrasts to the thailand moment it wasn't like you yeah. were at a new low so yeah. yeah, I I can relate to that because that was probably so I don't drink. Um, mm. I'm not completely teetotal. Um, I actually do enjoy a beer every now and again, but love it, mate. Uh, on average, if I look back at the last two years, I probably had a beer like twice a month. Um, You're mental. Yeah, crazy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, but for me, it started because I was like, um, it it was Lent, so I was like, mm. I'm just gonna give up for Lent and see what happens, and. Yeah. That's one thing. That's been a lot of aspects of my life, actually, where I've just tried it. 
Um, mm. And and anyone who, I I would say to anyone really, if they if they're having th- thoughts about something, if they're um, like you say, you don't have to hit a low. You don't have to if you just just try something out. Like oh, you, massively. Like you just just to learn more about yourself. Like how how do I react to this? What do I? What happens if I don't go on Facebook for like three weeks? You know, that's mm. not that's one that I haven't done personally. But you know, I'm just sort good of, idea. But any, anything really where you think this thing, then I'm I'm a bit unsure about my relationship with this a particular aspect of my life. I want to try this out and see what happens. I think that's yeah. that's where some more can happen than you even realize. What was the um? What was the? Did you did you learn a lesson after that uh, after that Lent um, test like um, experiment? Yeah, so um, I'd been thinking about alcohol for a while, and uh, I was in first year of uni, so it was a very weird time to give up alcohol. Um, mm. But I, I was like any nerd. <laughs> I realized that I lost all my friends when I, <laughs> but no, um, I, I gave it, I, I was thinking about it. Um, I, w- I was a normal fresher, just, you know, drinking, uh, and binge drinking and all that sort of stuff. And just had, mm. I had a great time, a really great time. Um, yeah. and I've had lots of amazing times in the past when I've been drunk, but, um, yeah, I've just been thinking about just, uh, and then Lent came about and, um, I was just like, Oh, yeah, I just want to give it a go. So I gave it a go. And the turning point for me was because I didn't want to change my behavior. I wanted mm. to still go out to nightclubs. I wanted to, because obviously we're still in first year of uni, nearing the end of first year, because I guess Lent's like nearing the end of uh, university year. But, yeah, um, Easter time, something like that. Yeah, it? yeah. So um, my experience was I was, in myself, I was feeling not, too weird um it was it was strange obviously the first couple of times i went out to a club and i wasn't topping up on alcohol and and getting drunk and drunk it was strange but yeah i didn't i didn't feel negative it just felt uh a bit uncomfortable a bit uneasy like i was in a sort of environment that i didn't really get yet but the more i did it i was like well i don't feel that different i don't feel uh unhappier i don't feel Mm. So that was one thing, um, and and at uni as well. I think um, we have a, a lot of people we can interact with, a lot of different types of like parties and gatherings. It might be a club, it might be party in someone's halls, it might be like you know something like that, uh, or a bar. Um, so there's a lot of variety, um, and also yeah. I was getting comments from people as well. So people were saying to me like, "Say so, like you're such a loser, dude." Yeah. So then I realised <laughs> that I was a loser. <laughs> but yeah people were saying to me like you're i didn't realize you weren't drinking you you seem exactly the same and i was like oh yeah well why why do i need to do it then um i need it then and 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 i sort of over the year well over the few months after that i started sort of slowly came off so after lent i went back to drinking but nowhere near as much Mm. Uh, we went to uh, zanti that year um and did it oh yeah were day. you were you sober at Zanti? no i was doing one day off one day on so oh, again yeah. it was just a test it was like i want to experience um a lad's holiday with uh, alcohol and i want to experience yeah. it drunk but then i want to have yeah. nights where i'm sober and it, that was awesome like i um so yeah that was that was it for me i, I sort of realized i there wasn't much difference um um, and it built up my yeah. confidence more like going out and pushing myself to go out without alcohol it naturally i was a lot more confident in in social situations so then that's I, powerful to be fair I, I don't think i could have done it if there was like especially if not if there was a lads holiday but it, like going out i didn't have any of that so mm. I, I think i would have struggled with that i mm. think mainly because like the just not like oh i need a need a drink but like maybe main like self-conscious or yeah, I, I, that that's pretty powerful to be fair. I, I forgot about that that you're doing that in Zanzi. Yeah, and it, and it, again, it's what works for you. Like, yeah, if because uh, I did it at a time when I was in first year of uni and I went on a lads' holiday, my my confidence went up a lot quicker than if you just had sort of a normal nine to five sort of lifestyle, and mm. the culture wasn't drinking as much. Um, it's more, it was more difficult probably because I was in that environment, but it meant that I I my resilience. I guess built up a lot more my resilience to dealing with social situations and things like that. Yeah, yeah. 
yes, um, yeah, fair play. My, my, I mean, mine, I don't think I was, I, I think it was a month where there were literally no events going on. I think I was working on the weekend, um, so that helped, obviously. Uh, although I was working in a brewery, so that didn't help. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I was, I was actually, yeah, funny enough, I was working behind a bar. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, it, it it was a weird one because I didn't really expect anything big off off when I did it, um, and definitely the first two weekends I was like really like I felt like when I would normally be drinking, say in in the evenings or on the weekend or stuff like that, I felt like kind of restless, like I didn't know what to do with myself. Mm. Uh, and then I remember third weekend, like week three, like a massive turning point and. And I just felt like energetic and I felt like good, like really like healthy. Um, and like there was like a noticeable difference. Obviously, on the weekend, you're getting up and you're, and you're feeling like you're not feeling terrible. Um, now, every day, there's like a possibility you can do stuff because you're not taking days off just to be hungover. Mm. Um, so that that I didn't expect much of it when I did it. And then I had that turning point in the third week where I was like, wow, this is like literally I was like, this is amazing. Mm. like and and obviously that stemmed back from i hadn't done that for 10 years so i i couldn't remember how that felt to not be like drinking on the weekend mm. and i think that's like going back to what we were saying near the start is people just get into the habits and going down the pub on the weekend and stuff like that it's just your routine and you forget how it feels to not do that mm. um and and it turned out i like it was like a massive eye-opener i was like bloody hell this is so after after that sober October, obviously you have November, December is a big one, and then I did dry Jan as well, um, and then it just kind of went from there. And then and then when you carry on with it, I started to look back on like my behaviour. Say getting a crate uh, after the gym on Friday and just drinking it by myself. Like what are you doing? Mm. <laughs> it's um, but I suppose you don't you don't realise it when you're in like a proper routine. Um, so so yeah, that's so let's so for. For the sake of like uh, nailing down exactly what what changes happened, so so because it's individual to everyone. So what mm. what did you realize when you when you did your two sober months, and what changed, and sort of what where are you at now with it? Because I know that we drink different amounts now uh, from each other. Um, yeah. So where where did you find personally you felt more comfortable, and what what changes did you feel? Um uh what in terms of say like the first the first month when i when i initially did it and then how how did i feel yeah talk talk through the sober october all the way through to after january um i just felt good like i just felt um like energetic i i always i always had this thing and, and i can remember it from when i was a kid i used to get up like for school when i was five and i'd just be so tired and at school i'd be so tired obviously i wasn't drinking when i was five uh, or was i um but i've i've always had this thing where like like i've always had like this like lethargy kind of lack of energy and i noticed that when i initially stopped drinking for that for that sober october like energy came back and i felt really good like really positive um obviously people go like ups and downs in terms of like their mood and stuff like that my, my mood maybe wasn't swinging as much as it normally would um it was just little things but it was it was enough for me to notice it um and kind of think um there's something behind this and then I, I going from there I suppose it's like I need to sort this out I need to sort out I need to not be drinking the levels that I'm drinking um currently so what was your experience um, in November and December after that so November was okay um I think December I think it was a heavy December I think mm. I think I went out the four days leading up to Christmas. Mm. Um, I think it was that December. So it was a really heavy December. Uh, and then I think by the end of September, uh, by the end of December, that's when I had that another, another like, I, I don't think I decided, I think it was near the end of the month that I decided I'm going to do dry Jan. Mm -hmm. um, because again, you just, I don't know, it's all the things of like, say when you get smashed and you wake up and you've got anxiety and people are telling you stories, like you were really drunk and doing this, like, and that still happens to me every now and then. Like now, if mm. I if I if I do um, go out, which I, I like occasionally do now. Um, mm. I mean, I think the last time I went out was over two months ago. So, but just that it's it's a horrible feeling, like get, having that anxiety, getting feedback. It's like you were doing this and that, and you were smashing blah blah. Um, 
so I think it was like, right, I'm going to do, obviously, January is a good one because it's the start of the year. So you're like, right, this is it. I'm going to have my New Year's resolution, do dry Jan. Um, and I, I think I enjoyed it so much that I took, I, I lasted through till like March, I think. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah. Just cause I felt really good. And, and then obviously t- going back to being healthy and going to the gym and stuff like that, it, they feed into each other because oh, I can go to the gym now on a Saturday morning um, or like I was meeting up with Sam and going for a coffee sat- Saturday morning, whereas normally I'd be just like in bed until 1pm, just feeling yeah. horrible. I'd order a pizza. This is, oh, is going to be so embarrassing. <laughs> and I'd do, I'd do this every weekend. And I'd smear it on my body. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's not, you can be the judge of this, but every weekend after like my, my session that I'd have or, or if I was going out or even if I was at home, I'd order the pizza and probably the only time maybe up until 6 p.m. that I'd get out of my bed is at lunchtime. I'd collect the pizza from the door and I'd eat it in bed um, every weekend. Yeah. Is that bad? Because I feel like it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Like, like the pizza box would be on my bed sheet and I'd be like leaning over. Oh, man. It's... And I do that. Every... I'm not even joking. I do that every single weekend. <laughs> I mean, it sounds quite quite enjoyable, to be fair. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good, though. That's the worst part of it. The football would be on my laptop. I'd be eating pizza and garlic bread and getting yeah. Coke, Coca-Cola down me. Oh, it's so good, man. To be honest, when you're in that state, it's like medicine, isn't it? Like, yeah, like pizza, yeah. Pizza and like, yeah, just any junk food and watching something is just it's just medicine for that. It's, it's, com- <laughs> it's, it's comforting. Like, I think that's, yeah, like... Oh man, pizza's so good anyway. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. so I'd do that. I'd do that every single weekend. Um, so, but yeah, so it, it changed. Um, obviously, not not doing that on the weekends. Then I was getting up early. I was going to have a coffee with Sam. I was going to the gym, and then you get into the stage where okay, so I've got up. Like I've I've had I've had a coffee with my mate. I've gone to the gym, done a workout, maybe done a run, and I've done all of that by twelve p.m. Whereas mm. I'd still be like kind of sleeping until 12 p.m normally mm. and then and then in an hour i'd be getting my pizza in bed mm. um so it just opened up like it opened up the day and then your your weekends is like your days off it opened up my weekends and it just just felt good so um so your progress was just to sum up what you're saying so so october you did you did it for the first time since you were 15 or uh, yeah five or whatever <laughs> <laughs> i think i think it was five <laughs> So I don't know what was in that Ribena, but I felt great after. Um, but yeah, so you tried that sober October, and the first yeah. two weeks it was a struggle, but then the second two weeks you're like, wow, this I, I'm actually getting a lot from this. And yeah. then November and December, you sort of, I don't want to say regressed, but you 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 went back quite quite. I made a fool of myself. Basically. <laughs> you you went back to drinking quite a lot, but especially by yeah. the end of December, you sort of slowly slipped back into how you you were. And then yeah. you realized again, right. And I guess the October that you'd had, that that was still in your mind. So you were like, at the mm. end of December, if you hadn't done that, you might not have changed so much. But because you'd done that, you're like, oh, I remember how good that felt. So then yeah. you went into sober January and February. Um, and so so since you've done that, what's what's your sort of normal drinking habits now? Like what what help, what is good for you? What, what level are you happy with now? Uh, so a good example of this is, um, and there's loads of information that goes into it, um, I suppose, but, um, my, my drinking levels now is, is basically nil. Um, I have, I have like a, so I have like a diet routine. It's kind of going off, off tangent, but it, it, it kind of relates. So I have a diet routine now where I basically, um, I'll 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 um, eat a certain amount of calories or up to a certain amount of calories Monday to Saturday, and then on the Sunday I'll have a rest day where I'll just kind of eat what I want um, and uh, not count calories and not overdo it, but kind of just don't worry about it. Mm. And the last, not last Saturday, but the two Saturdays before that, I thought oh, I might because you in Tesco is like um, planning what you're gonna what you're gonna buy for Sunday and um, like oh maybe I'll have some donuts or whatever um and i think i'd bought i bought a beer on one of them and like a cider on the saturday previously and they've just been like just left in my fridge um since then so um i i 
I kind of don't really have that urge to do, to to drink anymore. I think now it's probably just at the stage where if it's social, because I, I do love going to like a beer garden with the boys. And if everyone's having a beer, like it's, re- it's a really great feeling. But I don't need to drink otherwise. Um, yeah, but you... So it's a, it's a massive turnaround. Um, like those beers would have been gone in 10 seconds mm. before. Yeah. They wouldn't even touch the fridge. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess, but but you do like if we weren't in lockdown right now, you would be open to to getting drunk on the occasional event, like a stag do we went to a few months ago, yeah. like things like that. But it's just it's just a lot rarer now that you'll you'll get drunk and you you generally rarely drink. Yeah, I'd say since that stag do, which was like mid Feb, I've probably had like four or five beers, um, and that's not that's not really for any other reason apart from like i, I don't really need it mm. um and uh the the times that i did have beers maybe i felt like the next day i didn't feel right the thing is like and you probably know this as well is that when you when you become really conscious of <clears throat> of what you're eating and consuming and and uh exercising and stuff like that i'm i'm like hyper aware of how i feel so mm. like I, i'm very aware if something doesn't work with or, or like shouldn't I shouldn't have in my diet um and I'll be I'll, I think uh one of the times I've probably had like three coronas in the evening I, I would have just felt sluggish the next day and that just puts you off because I, I don't want to I don't want to feel like that I want to feel fresh every day um so yeah it's 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 a massive massive um turnaround from uh from when I when I initially stopped drinking but I think probably the the health and fitness is kind of like forced the beers out of the way because now I uh uh like I get up every Saturday morning I go for a run and I and I um <clears throat> I like lift weights and then every Sunday morning I get up early and I do a long run like a um at least a half marathon every Sunday so I just can't drink beer it's like there's no ch- if, if I drink beer on a Saturday night I can't do what I actually want to do Sunday morning mm. um so it's been pushed it's been pushed out like uh, because of that but I don't really miss it like it's um kind of like what you said it's like it's fine you don't need it really um but i think you just need to get yourself out of that habit and getting yourself out of that habit is hard because there's probably like a tiny sense of being addicted to it like that's probably why the first few weeks of my like the sober october like i i was kind of thinking about it i was aware of it that i wanted a beer um probably because you're like slightly addicted to that, to that feeling it's, it's the same as anything same as like if, if today you said i'm going to stop eating chocolate Mm. in a week in a week you'd be like looking at the mars bars and tesco's like oh, mm. look at that mars bar man <laughs> so uh yeah because because we're sort of gonna have to bring this to a close now um yeah but uh sort of it's what to reflect on like the conversation it was quite interesting so we talked i thought we didn't even get to your running which we, hopefully we can do on another another episode but yeah um because that that's an interesting story as well but um mm. So the two big changes in your life that we chatted about actually came about quite differently. Uh, just to sort of summarize it quickly, it would sort of be like you. one of them happened because you you felt a low inside, you felt a new low, and you looked yeah. at yourself and you're like, I need to, I can't carry on like this. Whereas the mm. other one was, was a completely different thing, but the changes were just as dr- dramatic. Um, you, you, instead of like hitting a low, you were more like, what would happen if i did this and a curiosity mm. and then that curi- what you learned from that curiosity then stemmed you to make big changes so yeah i think that's really interesting that you you don't have to have one way to change and there's not one thing that will make you change in a particular area of your life um yeah it and i'm sure there's other ways we haven't even talked about but yeah so for the ones we talked about today it sort of was hitting a new low and and also just a curiosity to see how you react yeah and and i think um i think in this day and age say um with things like mental health being being so big and stuff like that i think um you need to there needs to be like a like um you need to have that desire to to like improve like self-improvement you need to have that desire for self-improvement so those two things kind of in their own way stem from that Mm. um but I think people get so stuck in their habits that it's hard to do um, in a way. I think the reason why they both why they both were successful for me is that because apart from the the ways they happened, like there's the there's the desire to to make myself 
uh, better, to make myself fitter, um, stronger, to make myself feel better. Um, and yeah, I think if I think if people want to make changes to um, their lives, they've got to have that desire first, and then the moments will come um, where 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 it might like flick a switch and then you'll suddenly change, or it might be um, like through through step by step, like getting there slowly or flicking a switch, yeah, sort of stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's just like I said, just stems from being curious about it and wanting to um, improve, I guess. Yeah. Pretty good way was, to sum it up. Yeah. That was the life story of Ashton Jones. And then... <laughs> <laughs> I should include like uh, sound effects in all of this. Like, uh, you know, like when well, like, doing, <laughs> like comedy sound effects. No, like documentary style sound effects. Just like, you know, when we're talking about Thailand, we'll just have like rickshaws going past. <laughs> <laughs> Like eating a pizza maybe, sort of noises and maybe David Attenborough can like <laughs> narrate over it. And here the humanoid <laughs> collects his pizza from the front door, which has been arranged previously with the said pizza company. <laughs> he scuttles back to his den and devours it. Maybe that maybe we could do the next episode in that style. If you just write out a whole script of uh, of your experience with running. But you just do yeah. it all in David Attenborough's voice. Yeah, I think I think we should do that definitely. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Right. Well. Uh, yeah. I think we'll uh, we'll bring it to a close there. Um, Lovely, jubbly. Just want to quickly Good to talk s- to you as always. Yeah, you too, man. Um, yeah, I was just going to say a quick thing to anyone listening. Please feel free to continue this conversation by commenting with any thoughts you have or contacting me to come on as a guest on the show. Um, we talked about, well, I sort of already summed up what we talked about, but yeah, it was sort of making big changes in your life, especially around mm. um, uh, exercise and um, uh, alcohol and, and what leads you to make those changes. Um, but yeah, I want to say a big thank you to Ashton Jones. So thank you very much, man. And thank you very much, Dan Brown, for having me. This and then this is, this is when the applauding uh, people in my head like all stand up and, and applause. Are they crying as well, like with, with happiness? It's like happy tears, and there's like they're throwing roses onto the stage and stuff like that, and going like huzzah, hurrah, yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> Lovely stuff, mate. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye. There's something else I'd like to say to any listeners, all three of you. This podcast is an ongoing process. It's an ongoing experiment. I'm trying things out and seeing what works and what doesn't. And so any feedback on this or other episodes will be really appreciated. I don't want this podcast to just be for my own enjoyment. The goal is for it to benefit people in some way. And constructive feedback is the best way to know if this goal is being achieved. If I don't know something's rubbish, then I'll just keep producing rubbish. If I don't know something's good, then I'll just stop producing anything good. And also, if you think of anyone that you know that would be a good guest for me to chat to, then please let me know. I would love the opportunity to speak to a wide range of people about an even wider range of subjects. Thank you for taking the time to listen and I hope you continue the conversation. Bye for now.